Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Tiara Nicole, and I am your host of the Chasing Dreams podcast. Thank you so much for joining me in the inaugural season. This season, we have a great list of guests who come to share their dream with the specific intent on providing a blueprint and showing you how to strategically chase your dreams. As always, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share the episode with someone who needs to hear these gems. We want to hear from you. At the end of each season, we will have a Q&A session answering audience questions specific to the topic of chasing dreams, whatever that dream may be for you. Also, if you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for our show, feel free to share the contact info with us. All audience questions and podcast guest recommendations can be sent by email at chasingdreamspodcast at gmail.com. Chasing dreams with an S podcast at gmail.com. Now, make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode for a very special announcement. Without further ado, let's get into this episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Chasing Dreams podcast, where today we have a special guest, Miss Misha Francis. And we're we're talking about self-care while chasing the dream. Misha is a blogger, a trainer, a mom, me, and a boss (laughs) babe. And she is a member of Sigma Gamera Sorority. Incorporated. Already know. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Misha. Thank you. That was a bomb introduction. I'm feeling really good right now. Yes. <laughs> For sure. So I'd like to start each interview by asking, what is the dream for you? Ooh, I suck so bad at the broad <laughs> questions like what is the dream or where would you like to see yourself in five years? I know those are um, the hard ones. I, really do. I feel like I'm in such a transitional time in my life that what I say today might change tomorrow. Yes. So I'm just doing that for the records, people. If you ask me today, it might change um, next year. But because you are asking me today, today I would say my dream would be to become a successful therapist to continue growing my Simply Me brand. I'm going to publish this book in 2020. So Please and thank y'all, you. That was my first book because it's coming um, to watch my son grow up and to one day have a family. So okay. yeah, I have a lot of dreams. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So at what point did you realize the dream and how has it changed over the years? Whoa. So I guess I need to choose. Um, <laughs> so I'll just say, okay, my dream to help others and my passion for writing. There we um, go. I've had a heart to help others and a passion for writing since I was a little girl. And that's being honest. You can ask anybody in my family. But um, I guess just to give you an example, I remember going to the nursing home when I was a little girl. And I had to be maybe like seven or eight. But my mom, she was a single mom of four. So sometimes she would take us to work with her. And um, I'll never forget just talking to the elderly there. Uh, I even formed such a close relationship with this old man named Mr. Vandenberg that when he died, they gave me some of his stuff. Mm. I mean, divided between me and his family. 
And so I just knew then that I just love talking to other people. I love mm. helping other people. Um, it's something I feel like is just in me. And it's not to get something back, but I really love to see other people smile and win. And so the common denominator for everything that I do, whether it's um, being a therapist or writing my blog posts or going to publicly speak, the common denominator is really to empower others through my transparency. Um, and then writing. I've journaled since I could have, you know, write. I, I've always done that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I hope that answered your question. I talked a lot, but I hope that that answered it. No, it does. It does. And I definitely resonate. So I, as far as the writing since before, before you can remember, I've always been a writer. Writing was always a form of therapy for me. And just to see how that has grown over the years, I'm like, wow. Like my words actually have value. Writing is such a, it sounds like for both of us, such a safe place, such a therapy. That is why I hesitated putting out my book. I know I put out blogs and things of that nature, but there's a different level of intimacy and vulnerability when you're putting out a book, whether it's about your life, whether it's fictional. um, It's really like exposing something to the world. It's different. And so I hesitated on on releasing a book for a long time because of that, but I think it's time. Mm Mm-hmm. It definitely is. <laughs> it is. And it does take a certain level of like transparency. And that transparency is very scary. Yes. Very scary. Um, but sometimes you have to run in the direction of your fears and just trust mm-hmm. that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You're right. And what's the worst that can happen? I Literally. Mean- <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So what challenges have you faced while maintaining self-care in the midst of chasing your dream? So uh, as an aspiring counselor, I am really big on self-care, but I'm not about to act like it's not a continuous opportunity for me every single day. Right. Um, (laughs) Every day is a continuous intentional effort to put me first. So my biggest challenge is that I am a giver, which I said Mm -hmm. at the beginning. And so I want to be there for everybody. Right. But you cannot, I repeat to all of your listeners, you cannot be there for everyone else 24-7 because where does that leave your hours for yourself Mm -hmm. so um learning how to say no gracefully has been my biggest challenge but uh now I'm doing it good 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 so what does your self-care routine look like maybe daily weekly monthly do you have any kind of habits that like I I do I have a lot of habits actually Uh, and I'm not even gonna say monthly yearly I'm gonna say daily girl this is a daily thing so <laughs> things that I do um putting my phone on do not disturb yes that's my, my favorite phone, my social media apps I'm just getting into not getting on at all on Sundays I have my back sliding moments but for the most part not getting on a full day um I make a planner and of things that I have to do and then I work in things from other people around that right um so yeah self-care for me is not like going to shop and you know, mm-hmm. spending a check and all of that for me is making sure I spend time with me because naturally I'm an extrovert and I love to be with people. And if I don't put some discipline and boundaries on that, I'm going to do that and not um, take care of me. Yeah, so I really have to be intentional. Mm-hmm. My favorite form of self care is do not disturb. Yeah, I oh, love hello. it. I love hello. it. I don't, and I don't even see the notification. Let me tell right. you, I see the notification. I'm going to reply. Exactly. So I, I do not disturb it. Yep. Um, just for my discipline. I'm hoping one day 
I will be disciplined enough to, okay, I see that notification. I see that phone call. I see that text message. I'm going to choose to respond. But to it's like, so natural. Right there yet? Yeah, no, it's so natural. And I think that's why I love Do Not Disturb because it requires me to choose. Yes. And also, like, that's why I don't have notifications on social media at all. That's one thing I just recently did take the notifications out. Someone had mentioned that, and I never thought to do it. But Mm -hmm. now, when I don't see, like, that little number red sign, you know. Exactly. (laughs) I'll see it when I see it. Like, and that's okay. Exactly. I'll see it when I open up the app. So that has been, that's a good one. I even had to take off the notifications for my email. Yes, like it just is. It's too much, and I'll log into my email when I feel like it. Like it, okay. I took it out for my text messages. Now I tried to take it out for my phone calls, but that was that's not a yeah. That's not going. But um, the text messages I still have the notification turned off for that too. Again, it's like you said, just being intentional and choosing when you're going to respond. It's just everything. Like my life for real has. I can just feel it getting better mm-hmm. um, with that. So, For yeah. sure. And that's why I try to, like, even rooted in that question, like, a lot of people think self-care is, like, shopping and, you know, yeah. vacations and all is that. But self-care doesn't have to be expensive. Self-care okay, doesn't no. have to take a lot of time. Like, just taking an hour, like, putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, that one hour you're at the gym. Exactly. That makes a difference. That's why people like look at it as a luxury sometimes because mm-hmm. they feel, I can't afford to go get my nails and I can't afford to go exactly. shopping and do that. But it doesn't so have to look that. It could be a bubble bath. It could be turning your phone off. <gasps> the world will not end. <laughs> exactly. Or it could be like us writing. Yeah, like it's whatever yeah. works. And, um, you know, for me, like my self-care, so I do do massages every three weeks and I get my nails done and, you know, things like that. But that's something that's built, I build it into my budget, right? But the free options, like taking naps. Exactly. And that's a good one. Um, Just Whew. mentally doing the day. I know, I'm like I said, or like you mentioned, well, I don't know if you mentioned that I'm in grad school, but um, just being in grad school, working, being a mom, like there are nights where I have to say, I know I have to get X, Y, and Z done, but I need rest. Yes. I have to get rest. I'm yes. not going to act like I don't pull some all-nighters, but consistent all-nighters, that's a it big is, it's a no. I'm not yeah. doing it anymore. Yep. And I really found that it wasn't... Um, that I needed to pull so many all-nighters. I needed to plan my day out better. Mm-hmm. I needed to learn how to say no. I needed to learn how to stick to what I needed to do in the day. Um, and then that provided me with more time. So For sure, for yeah. sure. So what tips do you have for someone who feels like they don't have time or they feel like it's a luxury <laughs> that they just cannot afford? At, wrong answer. That <laughs> period. Um, I was like that one time, very passive about my self-care. I just said, oh, well, if I get the time, listen, <laughs> waiting on that if is going to have you all messed up in the game. I yes. know there was a professional way to say that, but but that it, it, it's the truth. Real. <laughs> if something on your plate has to go, it has to go because your self-care is mandatory. You will burn the freak out. And I say that as a person that has so many different things on her plate. Even I make self-care mandatory. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I, I mean, I've had the run-ins. I've hit lows where I passed out from literally being exhausted and dehydrated. Yeah. Um, when I ended up in a hospital from exhaustion and being dehydrated, that's when I was like, oh, like this, this crap is real. Like it, you really have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you don't slow down, sometimes your body will slow you down. Yeah. On its own. So yeah, I, I don't, I, that answer just doesn't fly with me. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I agree. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) But no, I completely agree. And what I've learned as I've begun to create self care as a priority, because one, the black superwoman complex is a real thing. Oh my gosh. It's a real thing. But as I've learned to create the priority of self care in my life, one, at first, it was viewed as like, oh, you're being selfish. You know what I mean? And, oh and can we talk about that? The we can. Some people will really say that you're being selfish. Yeah. And if you are, I don't want to say a sensitive person, but if you have a big heart. Right. Um, that's, a heart, that's a hurtful heart comment. To hear something like that. That'll kind of like suck you back in. Like, yeah. all right, I can't. Yeah. I can't disconnect. Not For sure. Can't. absolutely and especially I think the hardest time is when you hear it from family and it's like I care about you guys but I have to care about me first and at the end of the day what I've learned is that as I put my needs first I have more energy and desire to be there for other people exactly if you didn't just preach a word if I can take care of myself I will be a better friend, a better sister, a better mother, a better everything. But I can we cannot give or pour from an empty cup. Hello. You're not gonna get quality yep. anything from it. And according to Yala Van said, what's okay. in the cup is for me. What okay. overflows into the saucer <laughs> is for everybody else, okay? Quote the peace God Queen, because that's what she is. <laughs> No, but seriously. And so, you know, just taking that priority and one the one tip that I would say for self-care is having at least one day a week where you just rest. You're on one day a week. Let me tell you, I'm on, when I'm driving to work, I do not answer calls or Makes anything. Sense. I have like a 45 minute commute. Yeah. So that is really my me time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even if I want to ride in silence because my day Whatever, is yeah. like always crazy and even riding in silence is like self care. Again, mm-hmm. um, I am very extroverted. I love people, and if I do not intentionally do these things, <laughs> it's not going to be good. Understandable. I'm not yeah, no, I definitely understand. And for people who say that they don't have time for self care, one hour of your day is literally four percent. Period. I, so it don't fly with you either. It Oh, God, no. Listen. <laughs> no. Because at the end of the day, if you can't find 4% of your day for yourself, something's wrong. Yes, what are we doing? What, what are, are we doing? Do? And 60% of all illnesses are connected to stress. <gasps> so you can you try to save the world. For a mental health episode because... Yeah. We got, you know I got a couple in there. <laughs> you know I do. So what would you say is your number one secret to success? Oh, okay. So I'm torn <laughs> between two. That okay. Just, one and I two. I cannot <laughs> do this interview without saying that I put God first. I Absolutely. Don't care. I don't care. Like there's nothing that 
I would have accomplished this Mm -hmm. peace of mind that I have. None of that would be possible without putting God first. But off of that, um, my secret would be be true to you. Like everyone will have an opinion on what you're doing. And if you're not solid with who you are, you will sway and be pulled by this opinion and that person's opinion. And then you'll end up losing yourself. You'll be so off course from your why. So being Mm -hmm. true to yourself and knowing what you're doing it for and why you're doing it. I feel like that takes you a long way. Um, I remember when I was starting up, just even when I first did my Hey Simply Me page and I was getting like four likes, there were people, friends, um, some family that was like, oh, you got your little page or Mm. your little blog or you shouldn't put this out until you get this set up and X, Y, and Z. Like just very critical. Mm -hmm. If I wouldn't have started listening to them, I mean, I wouldn't be where I am today. So just being true to yourself. I'm not saying don't um, accept advice and constructive criticism. That's okay. But just, just little, you know, comments about the core of who you are and trying to change who you are. Don't listen to that. Like there's an avenue and there's a, an audience that needs what you have. Exactly. For sure. And I definitely agree with, um, you know, your sentiments about not being where you would, where you are without God. Like I am, I run my business with God as my business partner. Okay. And that's not even just like, you know, fluff, but like legitimately, even things like the fact that loving me conferences exist is because God told me to do it. Moving it to Charlotte was something that I heard God tell me to do, you know, making it bigger and you Whew. But just I, I, I just got chills because I feel everything you're saying. Yes. There are some things that people are like, how how do you do X, Y, mm-hmm. and Z? And I don't have an explanation. Yes, I work. You can work all day long. But some of the doors that have been open for me, um, just like even as a single mom, a single teen mom, I never imagined that I would be going out of the freaking country. Um. And my first trip out of the country was to the Philippines, mm-hmm. um, sponsored by my job. Like things like that, you can, I cannot call it coincidence. Yeah. That was God's door that He opened mm-hmm. for me. You know, so I can go on a rant about that too. Yeah, I yeah. Don't over your podcast, but it is not love. <laughs> he is really real. Okay, for really sure, real. for sure, for sure. So, what final thoughts do you have for us as an audience? Um, I don't know. It was fun doing this. <laughs> Y'all, I hope y'all find time to connect with me. Yes. Pretty all right. Um, and just multifaceted. So yes, there's a business side of me and you know, that that's on the go and has her planners and everything like that. But I'm also fun. I'm a real person. I like to laugh. I like to joke. So again, I think I'm pretty all right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to co sign that. Where can they find you? Okay, so Instagram. Hey, simply me, and the me is M E I, or on Twitter, so it's at underscore simply me, M E I again. Or you can look at my website, check that out, heysimplyme.com. Um, yeah, all of those little avenues, and just hit me up, send me a DM, comment, whatever. Yes. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your very, very busy schedule. Oh, thank you for taking time to interview me, honey. Of course, of course. Like, I, when I was thinking about season one of Chasing Dreams, I'm like, I know too many dope people to not be lining up the entire list with people that I just know, like... 
I know yeah. too many amazing people. <laughs> and this will not be my only appearance. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> we definitely will have to circle back. Um, but I do appreciate your time and your energy Thank and you. your the gems you. you've dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. See you next right. week, guys. Happy New Year! I am so excited that we have finally made it to 2020. It's a new year. It's a new decade. It's a great opportunity to just focus. Um, One of my big goals for 2020 is to focus on systems and routines that allow me to become the person I want to be right? So not just having those traditional goals like I want to lose weight or I want to save money. Okay, but what habits are going to get you to that place? So while I do have a few goals in mind, one of my big goals for this year is to take impact to the next level. One way I'm doing that is by giving away 1,000 free digital downloads this year. The first digital download of the year is Nicole's Guide to Time Management. Yes, you can have every goal in the world, but it means nothing if you don't have time to do it, right? Right. So to download your free copy, make sure you visit Nicole'sNetwork.net to get your copy today. That's N-I-C-O-L-E-S Network.net and download your free guide to time management. We could all use a little more time in our schedule, right? Absolutely. Get your copy today 